Hey everybody! You're tuned into the beat on BFF.fm. It is Sunday at 4:06 p.m. My name is Nick Powell, and I will be with you for the following one hour and 54 minutes. Uh, yeah, uh, that was Archie Powell and the Exports. Song is called "Everything Is Cool." Um, exciting show for you today. Uh, as regular listeners know, we have our video game uh, sub show uh, on at 4.30, Beat the Game. Uh, be joined today by, usually uh, my co-host uh, Forrest Guest is my, uh, helps me uh, through that show. Uh, today, um, he was called away for work and we have a special substitute co-host, Helen She-Wolf from uh, the Astral Projection Radio Hour will be uh, joining me. We're going to talk about a game called Grey Out uh, and the prequel, actually the sequel. Shoot. If you're talking about a game and then you're talking about a game that came out before it and the second game is a prequel to the first game, can you call that a sequel? Like, for example, can I call A New Hope a sequel to whatever the first episode one attack of the clones or whatever those could i call a new hope a sequel to attack of the clones um the first game's called black bar second game's called gray out uh it doesn't really matter when they take place as far as i've gotten through the games but i have not exhausted them anyway um that'll be an exciting discussion these are kind of cool mobile text-based games with some puzzles in them. I've also been playing a lot of uh, The Witness. Not a lot of The Witness, but enough that I can uh, have a mild opinion on The Witness. Not going to give anything away, but uh, I mean, that's another puzzler that's uh, that's been going around. Um, anyway, until then, we've just got a bunch of rock music. And, oh, I did want to announce... Um, as I try to and often forget to, so I'll just get it out early and hopefully often through these uh, segments, is that uh, it's my big DJ uh, night uh, this Wednesday at Pops Bar here in the Mission District of San Francisco. So if you uh, are around, please come by Pops after work. Uh, I'll be there from 6 to 9. It's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to have some buddies coming out some BFF types, so um, please join us. Uh, there's obviously no admission or anything like that. It's just me playing a bunch of songs like this and you drinking a couple of beers. Uh, this one's by Legs. It's called Go Ask Your Mother. You're listening to The Beat on BFF.FM.
Exploding White Mice doing 51st State on the beat on BFF.FM. Before that, uh, Cocktails, their song Bob Pollard's Mind. Uh, Cletus, New Reasons. Um, Before that, Bunny Grunt, Just Like Old Times. And as I mentioned, we started out with Legs doing Go Ask Your Mother. Uh, yeah, you're tuned into the beat on BFF. We've got Beat the Game coming up in just a moment. As I mentioned, my uh, guest co-host, She-Wolf, is joining me. So uh, I'm excited about that. Um, and until then, we're just going to keep rolling along a little more. Uh, this is a song by a band that I don't know too much about. Uh, their album came through the station a couple months ago. I've played them a couple times before. They're called Florist. This song is called Vacation, and you're listening to The Beat on BFF.FM. Swimming pool in a hotel 
Broadcasting live from high above Cap Street in the Mission District, it's Beat the Game. Beat the Game! On BFF.FM.
All right, welcome to the show, everybody. I am joined, as I mentioned before, by She Wolf. Hey, She Wolf. Hey, Nick. Thanks for joining me as my first guest host on oh Beat God. the Game. I'm so excited to it's, be here. I'm very <laughs> excited to have you. Um, filling in, of course, for Forrest Guest, who was called away on important business. Um, on a Forest Quest? Uh, yeah, oh, right. That was, was your suggestion that he should change his name to Forest Quest for the show. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't know why, where he's at on that. Yeah. I've checked his driver's license and it still he's, says guest. He's probably like, no, thank you. Yeah. Well, Just I don't deleted know. that email and right, right, yeah. you know, threw his computer away. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, we um, have a few things to talk about, but we're here. Our mission, our quest for today is to talk about uh, these games, uh, Black Bar and Gray Out. Gray Out, I think, came out last year and Black Bar a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and these are sort of mobile, uh, like text-based sort of mystery story games. Um, you were the one who suggested this topic. So why don't you tell me a little bit about how you kind of got to know these games and, and sort of what brought, what drew you to them? Yeah, sure. Um, so... Nevin Mergen. I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation of his name, but there's he, no vowel between the M and the R, which yeah. is kind of a bummer. But yeah. that's all right. Um, he is a designer over at Panic, which uh, is a software company in Portland that makes a lot of the software that I've used throughout the years. And he put out. He has put out quite a few mobile games. Um, and he put this one out, and you know me and games. We've played games before. You know that I'm not, like, a very dexterous gamer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the understatement of the century. Um, I'm, I'm a very... I, I really like puzzly games, mm-hmm. um, like crosswords and, like, things like Monument Valley. Yeah. Uh, things that are, like... Um, I don't know. I, I like games that don't rely on my speed or yeah no um, i mean i feel the same way and <laughs> it's actually a lot of why i got into pc gaming is because i had always thought of video games as like a thing that i sucked at because i was not good at sega because all my friends would just kill me yeah at, at like goldeneye or whatever and you know growing up i was just never good at those and then of course that knowledge is cumulative right if you mm-hmm. don't play them a lot because you're not good, then you're even then you're you get even worse. You're even worse, and then you really just you can't even you get to the point where you're playing Halo online and you can't even walk out the door because you just get killed by a bunch of nine year olds who (laughs) will own your face. Yeah, I just like can't hang with reflexes. Yeah, yeah, no, we're we're cut from the same cloth. Yeah, Um, I also we've talked about this a little bit before in our video game explorations that I like games that create a feeling mm-hmm. and uh like these both both of these games they're text-based puzzle games but they also create this kind of um environment and mm-hmm. and feeling and yeah the gray out especially like mm-hmm. i was really struck by it's got a soundtrack it's got like the subtle movement and design to it mm-hmm. um so gray out. Let's just jump straight into gray out. So gray out. The like you're kind of jumped. You're dropped into this world where someone's talking to you, and it becomes very clear. It becomes clear very quickly that you have aphasia. And, yeah. Do and, we want to back up a little bit? Yeah, because sure. uh, black bar and gray out are two games that go together. Black bar was first, and I believe gray out is kind of a prequel. Yeah, it. I get, I got myself tied up on this earlier because mm-hmm. I was trying to say. So if 
<laughs> this is so stupid, but if a game comes is a prequel to the game that came before it, mm-hmm. could you refer to the first game as a sequel? Um, could you be I'm like, oh, sure. yeah, so there's this game Grey Out, and there's also a sequel yeah. to that game called Black Bar. Yeah, I guess you could do that. That's pretty messed up, though. Yeah, but it, it also doesn't work um, as logically as a prequel in that, s- mm-hmm. in that sense, because the gameplay of Black Bar is kind of like one step before the gameplay of mm-hmm. of Grey Out, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So Black Bar is a game about censorship, and it's you receive letters from a friend who is in trouble, and chunks of the letters are blacked out, um, black bars, and you have to guess what words are being censored, and the, the letters become more and more censored as you right. progress through the game. Um, gray Out, as you mentioned, is about the medical condition of aphasia, where you have trouble forming language, and you're kind of dropped into this world where you are um, in a hospital, there's a doctor talking to you, and explaining your situation, and you just get a list of words, and you have to form sentences with the words that you are provided, and as you move through, um, that becomes a harder and harder task as your language skills deteriorate. Mm. Um, Sometimes the words are not spelled correctly, sometimes you have issues with like not being able to see the words because they're like slightly vibrating Mm -hmm. sometimes you just have like the sort of spoonerism thing where um words are like you have like foon and spork and yeah yeah. you know like you have to figure out like what's the puzzle here and like how to how do i put together a sentence given these kind of gibberishy scrambled words right and so that was yeah so there's and that the this misspelling thing happens in black bar as well where you have to fill in words but you have to sort of take into account the fact that there's some misspellings going on Mm -hmm. um but the thing about trying to choose the words and figure out an order for the words to come out that make a meaning or make yeah and like make a cohesive thought um is what i was responding to with you saying like the creating a feeling thing because that Mm -hmm. was really i thought a really powerful way that that was done like that i don't see like i mean something that was rare to see it was like i you you feel that frustration of being like okay i know the game is i know the way i progress in the game is to form a sentence out of these Mm -hmm. words but i can't figure out how they fit together and then you're like oh that's probably what it feels like to not know how to fit words together to express your thoughts so i thought that was cool and did you play with the sound on Mm, maybe not okay you should do that okay it's um there's a really creepy mysterious soundtrack that goes with it and uh that gives you like a a, it adds another layer to that feeling of being in a place of danger and the dread and like being kind of confused yeah 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 um i liked it a lot well yeah there and then the other thing that's cool about these games is that there's like there's there's like a lot of yeah, I guess people use the word world building. Like, I really like games that have a strong kind of political, like, just setting. So that's totally. what I like about the Fallout series mm-hmm. is that there's, like, all this politics in the world that you're dropped in that yeah. is, like, that that sort of doesn't... It's not, like, they're ta- the people are talking about politics, but you're seeing certain things play out. So the, the, this these games are almost in a, like, self-consciously classic sort of repressive society definitely yeah like the society what's the called the the, the neighborhood resi- the neighborhood and yeah. then what's the like the, the the department or something yeah the department yeah. and yeah. i think the like 
uh, rebellious faction is called the resistance. Right, right. right. So it's like almost like a like a what do you call it? Like a like an archetypal like mm-hmm. um, like a fascist dictatorship society or whatever. And yes. a lot of what you're struggling with in the game is that people are trying to manipulate you because mm-hmm. like you're being. Like, there's this overbearing government thing you know, yeah. to manipulate you. Yeah, there's a very sinister, um, like, using using medication to oppress people. Right, in, in the in, second in one. Grail, yeah, yeah. yeah, which is, like, kind of, yeah, a terrifying place to put a character. Yeah. That you're being fed medicine that's making you crazy. Yeah. Um, what is the software that that you were talking about? Panic? Yeah, so they make things like FTP programs and text editors, and they're also behind, I believe they're, um, they bought the studio Camposanto, which is making Firewatch. Oh, really? Did yeah. we talk about that? Um, yeah. They bought it? Yeah, so they bought it a couple of years ago, and they've been developing Firewatch, which right. comes out in a couple of weeks. Which is, I mean, for the, it's going to be a big deal. Um, I, I, I I actually found that found out about that game through listening to the Idle Thumbs podcast, mm-hmm. um, which is like the, both those guys work there or whatever, and didn't realize that it was like gonna it was like a kind of a happening thing. Like I I was like oh they're making a game that's that's cool. The guys on the podcast I listen to are also making a game, and then as I sort of started looking at it, I realized like oh no no this is gonna be like a big thing when this comes out. Yeah, and uh, not only that, we have uh, one of our BFF. DJ's Hoverbird, which yeah. is on Wednesdays, noon to two, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the developers. Warm, on warm focus. Warm focus. Yeah, yeah. tune in. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's yeah, that's like a little. That's going to be a little um, exciting moment uh, when that comes out. I, I don't know too much about it. I know that you're sort of like a fire. You're like out in the woods, like mm-hmm. you're like a fire marshal or something out mm-hmm. in the woods. And then there's like something weird's gonna happen with the woods where they're gonna something supernatural is gonna happen or something. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a mystery figuring out what's happening as you're alone in the woods and you all you have is a radio that uh, you, you. It's sort of like the Twin Peaks. Yeah. Diane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Person, I guess she talks back to you, whereas Diane was just like, you know, this person that. Uh, Kyle McLaughlin was addressing without yeah. her responding, but yeah, you have this radio, and she, um, the the person on the other side, is the only kind of thing that's anchoring you to, mm-hmm. um, I guess, humanity, and cool. you're figuring out what's happened. Yeah. I don't know much aside from that, but... Yeah, well, that's the best um, place to be. And I feel like... I actually don't even know... The only reason I know that anything spooky is happening Mm -hmm. in the woods is because I was in Safeway. Hmm? In our Safeway. (laughs) uh, Over by our our homes. (laughs) And I saw a guy with a Firewatch t-shirt on. Oh, yeah. And I was like, hey, uh, Firewatch. And he was like, um, he was like, yeah, can't wait to figure out what's going on in the woods. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, me neither. Um, but anyway, so speaking of um, big deals and mysteries, um, so I've been playing a lot of The Witness this week, mm-hmm. which was a very big deal. That tell I me, actually tell me about it. T- I will. Tell I, you about I don't it. know anything. So I didn't know too much about it, and then I just sort of like all of a sudden, everyone that I like follow on Twitter and like the podcast I listen to all of a sudden everyone was like the witness yeah. is coming out and no one knows what's going to be and it's coming out and it's going to be a thing. So, and the, again, like that's like, that's cool. And 
I don't know how hard that is to do. Like, I know that, you know what I mean? Like, it's like when a movie comes out and like, there are certain movies that like, you know, everything about the movie before it comes out and there's certain movies that just come out and then they just drop them on you. Mm -hmm. And I think this, this game, The Witness, they made a very concerted effort to like, not tell people what it was going to be. Interesting. and as we were t- talking about before the show, it's this, this guy, Jonathan Snow, is that his name? John- <laughs> Jonathan Blow. Jonathan but, Blow. But Jon Snow is a character on Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so Jonathan Blow used to work uh, above the wall, um, but then before, or after that, he he was, I guess he did this game Braid, which was like a big yeah. deal. Um, and so that's part of right why this is like a very... Um, a uh, very uh, anticipated game. Uh, anyway, so I just pulled it down. Like with, I spent forty dollars on it without mm-hmm. an exciting scene, which was uh, a commitment. But um, yeah, I don't know why. I just seemed like I just for some reason I thought I got a good feeling about it, and um, and I'm I'm actually surprised at how much I like it. It's it's it, I don't want to like put you through or listeners through the same thing I was saying is amazing not to hear which is to not to do too much about it but it's a puzzle it's a it's sort of a puzzle game there's a very sort of simple puzzle form that um, you sort of start encountering and then it builds in complexity mm-hmm. uh, quickly and all of a sudden you get to like pretty quickly you get to that point where you're like oh my god my brain is fried by how how many things I have to think about to get this puzzle right or right. whatever. Um, it was a very cool, it's a very cool game in that, and I think this is true about Black Bar and Gray Out too, in that it drop, not only does it drop you in the middle of a very complicated world, but it also like does not teach you how to mm-hmm. solve the puzzles. Yeah. It just gives you puzzles that are complex enough but not so complex that you can't figure them out yourself right. and you kind of allows that. you to build your mm-hmm. skills and sort of learn sort of learn the rules um this one i think in a much more the witness i think in a much more literal way whereas in in uh black bar it's, it's a little bit more vague where you're like oh okay i see like i need to sort of figure out that like this is a word it might be it's gonna rhyme maybe it's going to it's maybe there's a hint earlier in the you know Mm -hmm. um in the in the in the um dialogue or or in the letter that kind of hints at it um but anyway so the witness is is um is uh is a really cool puzzle game it definitely um and then and then there's like there's sort of the puzzles and then there's like the plot mm-hmm. and the plot is like, I haven't really figured out anything about. So spoiler alert, there are frozen people. Mm-hmm. There are people, but they're like made out of stone and okay. they're like in the middle of doing what they're doing. So I don't know. At some point I'm supposed to figure out, I don't know if I'm going to reanimate them or I'm going to figure out why the world ended or mm-hmm. something, but Anyway, it's cool. It's very, very pretty. Um, I, you know, I haven't played Braid, but I saw some footage of it. That's not a um, particularly like a. It's not a gorgeous game. It's sort of cartoony looking. Yeah. Um, but also like almost a little bit like weird. Like you had mentioned Super Meat Boy earlier, like I yeah, mean, not it's not, not like not like yeah, that, not but, like that. But there is a certain amount of like sort of like a collagey kind of like patchworky mm-hmm. kind of uh, 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 look to it. Yeah, and with that game, I think it's more about the mechanics of uh, 
being able to manipulate time. Right, right. It's so like the, a timeline. Right. So the trick of Braid was sort of that it was like Mario, mm-hmm. except what if in Mario you could like rewind mm-hmm. or you could, or if you could like warp time in certain ways. And so it was kind of a reimagining of a, of a platformer with like, yeah. with, with some of the, the time elements that are always sort of static in platformers taken and like, oh, well, let's play with those yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And overlapping timelines too. Yeah. So you can use. Right. Like, yeah. It, it was, I haven't played very much of it, but mm-hmm. I, and I think I've watched people play it, um, but it's, it sounds like it might be a, a, a similar mechanic of like something that starts off simple and then adding on more and more complexity mm-hmm. and then you have more to work with. Right. But um, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe that's now, his Now his I kind of feel like I have to go back and play that game. I, uh, one other thing to say about this new game, The Witness, that's cool is that feeling that it's like very much a new idea in other words it wasn't just like i mean you could take you could see that like that game braid you could definitely do a sequel to that game that's just that game again um but uh this is just like a whole new jam anyway yeah um, it's i don't know too much about it and i've tried not to read too much about it because it it seems like a a game that um you want to maintain an element of surprise with but it just hearing about it uh, the few times I have, uh, I was just like, yeah, that's going to be my jam. I really, yeah. I love puzzles. Yeah. And it's definitely, as I was saying, it's that definitely that thing where you kind of, you just kind of figure it out as you go along and, and no dexterity. Yeah. There's no, <laughs> there's no point where you're Excellent. like, there's no point. I'm trying to play Wolfenstein right now and that's not going well. <laughs> I just mostly throw grenades at my feet and then blow myself up. Wait, new Wolfenstein or DOS Wolfenstein? No, 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 no. I'm trying to play, I'm trying to play the one, I think it's the second to last one. So like the old blood and the new something just came mm-hmm. out over the last few years that, but the, yeah, they're like the first person shooter ones. And, um, yeah, I mostly I'm trying to play them because I, you know, as you know, I was bragging about this a few weeks ago on the show, built a, my own computer recently. Yes. So now I'm all, uh, I'm like, I got to play something that like tests. I can't just build myself a new computer and then play a bunch of like DOS games or whatever. <laughs> oh, speaking of DOS <laughs> games. Yeah, do you so, want to talk about yeah, DOS games? I was thing, trying to segue into that. Yeah, yeah, Last thing we should talk about, <laughs> um... You sent me this uh, this cache of uh, of all the old DOS games. Yeah, uh, archived by the Internet Archive. Right, right. right. So it's yeah, just like archive.org. Yeah, yeah. And then and you can just go there and basically find like a million old Windows yeah. games from just like play them in your browser. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going through them. I wanted to go through them just like and get a sense of like all of them. And then I could like be like, okay, that and now I could prioritize. I want to try these six first. And then I, maybe mm-hmm. I'll, if I get time, but I couldn't get to the end. There's so many, there are so many. And it's just like, it's an endless scroll. Have you been they through just, any of them or have you played any of them? One of my childhood games, my few childhood games I had, um, I, my parents didn't let us have like a Nintendo or anything, mm-hmm. but we had an old DOS computer. Cause my dad was, um, he was a computer science student, so he had this old, cool DOS computer that had like a handful of games on it, and one of them was called Alley Cat, which is one of the only ones I've like tried to play on this uh, mm-hmm. Internet Archive yeah, emulator. You're like a cat in an alley, and you have to like jump up on trash cans into this uh, 
into this apartment building and each of the apartment building windows has a different mini game in it. Um, but it's like a lot harder than I remember it. Yeah. Like you have to run around and catch mice, but like not get swept away by this broom. And like the ultimate game is to find your girlfriend cat and mate with her before the other cats mate with her. But it's like, you know, it's a DOS game. So it's made out of little pixels. It's like magenta and white Mm. and cyan colored. And it's got that like, you know, uh, DOS game music in the background. That's Mm. like, I I don't know what the technical term for it is, but you know, you can only have Yeah, the monophonic thing where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and that's like still something that is so clear in my head. I remember that song so well. And I remember just dying over and over and over. Right, well, so this is an interesting thing about those games, like, which kind of, so like, luckily the DOS games are like sort of simple enough. Well, Matt, I don't know if I could say that, but so like I tried to play Fallout One like a few months ago, uh, and like I've never played it before, and I just was like, I don't. It was just like unplayable to me, mm-hmm. and the reason was like we're just so used to games that kind of like you know you don't have to just like die a million times before you can get anything. You, there's done. like save states. Yeah, there's save states, and <laughs> there's also that. like there's like there's not like there is no point at which you die. Like, yeah, like where you go back to the beginning or... And they're just not punishing in the same way that yeah. even that even a game like Mario or something was. I mean, how many times did we die on, like, the levels oh, of so Mario? so many times. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and uh, so it's weird going back to play those games because you're kind of like, wait, you want me to start all over again? I don't understand. Yeah. Anyway, I went through all... The only one I played was Spy Hunter, which I remembered... I think that's what it's called. And it's basically just a car game, mm-hmm. um, and like a funnily, like a funnily ambitious, like in terms of like the title implies much more complexity than the game actually has. Like the <laughs> game is basically just like drive, and then people try to run you off the road. Mm. Like there's no plot. There's no spies and yeah. hunting. No. No. <laughs> um, and I remember that game being really exciting. It's top down. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I remember that game being really exciting when I was a kid, but I don't know what I was thinking because it's kind of a piece of crap. Um, I uh, I definitely have played Wheel of Fortune on DOS before, which is a weird thing. My aunt had an had a bunch of games, and when we would go over there, we would play everything that she had. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't I didn't see a lot that I had uh, played on there. I've I saw a lot of things that I think of as console games, like Street Fighters on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, yeah, lots of platformers, and yeah, uh, yeah I just looked. I think there might might have been a couple others that I recognized that I remember just failing miserably at yeah. over and over and over. Yeah, that's the thing. Or there could be games, yeah, where a you just didn't even like know enough, like you hadn't read the manual or whatever, and so you <laughs> didn't know enough to like be able to play it. Or b like they were just like not at your skill level or whatever, and. Yeah, there was. It was so easy to just find games. Oh, you know, they had the Indiana Jones. They had some of the old mm-hmm. like Lucasfilm games, and and yeah. I remember playing Lu- Indiana Jones games, and like I there would just be like a part where I got to that I just didn't know how to pass, and then I would just spend like six hours like in a room. And sometimes in some of the games, it was like at the very beginning of the game, so I'd mm-hmm. get like three rooms in, and then I'd just like try something for like twelve hours, and then I'd just like give up. And yeah, I'd never play the game. Yeah, and the prototypical DOS game that I think of is Oregon Trail, which oh, right. yeah. they have, of course. And I didn't play that again, but I recently played, like maybe within the 
past five to ten years i don't mm-hmm. remember exactly like figured out a way to play oregon trail on my computer and it was still just as hard as <laughs> like it's just brutal yeah like i got i finished it but i was like i had like you know just a, a shirt a skeleton and, crew yeah and like yeah. a disease yeah of course it's like you made it but i was funny like so like yeah like 10 12 years ago i remember somebody had like uh was pa- they were passing around an Oregon Trail emulator or whatever mm-hmm. they they had like that might have been it yeah. yeah yeah but then the funny thing about this one was it had like so it had emulated everything but it hadn't adjusted for the processing speed of new computers which didn't matter <laughs> for yeah. except at the very end when you forward down the Willamette River or whatever yeah. it would just like you so you get to the very you know you just do every time you made a decision like the wagon wheels and the the by the whatever they are the little ox legs which go yeah you know, yep. like super quick but then you'd get to the end and then you'd be like time to ford the river and then it would just go whoosh, like right into the wall immediately and you just die and there's just like no way to pass the very last part so i i hope they've found a fix for that anyway um cool well thank you so much for joining me on beat the game i uh, hope that uh we get to do this again sometime Definitely. because um Flaky Forest. No, actually, Forest oh. is quite is quite a reliable host. But uh, I'm sure I will be calling upon your skills um, in the future. Um, so well, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, this and, is a blast. and oh, and you should plug your show. Oh yes, I have a show on Tuesdays, four to six p.m. It's called Astral Projection Radio Hour, and it is a occult, witchy, feminist themed show dark sounds and it's tight creepy vibes yeah yeah with uh with melissa with beatrix gravesguard oh i'm sorry our uh resident snack astrologer (laughs) and and i am she wolf yes um and this has been beat the game on bff.fm uh thank you for tuning in and stick with us for more of the beat as we uh try to guide you uh gracefully through your sunday evening uh here's the velvet crush with atmosphere on bff.fm
Did you intimidate her? Her mother says you wouldn't let her use the phone. Were you intoxicated? Past the point of knowing what was going on. Better yet, don't forget, leave the keys on the TV set Hoping you're gone from the corner bar Here we are after dark Knocking back the maker's marsh Rounding up a dollar from my buddy's car And lean on Sheena She leans on me a lot Hold on, hold on Hold on to what you got
this uh, incredible jazz I've been playing uh, in between uh, 
songs uh, here on the beat today is uh, John Benjamin Jazz Daredevil. Um, John Benjamin being the guy who does the voice of Bob on Bob's Burgers and uh, some other stuff. I think he was a Dr. Katz guy. Anyway, uh, comedian. Um, got a bunch of real jazz musicians to come record an album with him. And he played piano and he doesn't know how to play piano or anything about jazz. Um, it's probably hard to do a instrumental comedy album, but uh, I think it's pretty funny. Here's his solo. Anyway, uh, that was uh, REM. You know, that, you know those guys um, with their song uh, "Harbor Coat" off of their second album, I believe, "Reckoning." Uh, before that, "Chicks Dig It," "Born in Toulouse," um, "Avoid One Thing," did "Lean on Sheena," and uh, "Velvet Crush" uh, started us off. Uh, we are rolling through our. Uh, allotted time period here on BFF um, and uh, I got a lot of songs left to pack in here but uh, not a ton of time so we'll see what we can get through today but uh, let's keep going with a song by a band called Bennett uh, song's called Just Because I Liked You in the Summertime I know nothing about this song it's on a comp called Moshi Moshi uh, what is it? Subtitle is something like pop, oh, pop international style or something like that, which was put out on March Records, I believe. It's a fantastic compilation, and if you listen to the show, you'll know that I uh, mix in a couple of different songs off of that compilation here and there, and try and pretend that that I know about those bands separately, but I don't. I just know this comp, which is jam-packed with uh weird like a lot of like those kind of indie pop uh super super happy jams that were going around in like the late 90s early 2000s uh bubblegum might be a word you might use to describe them anyway this one's called called uh just because i liked you in the summertime by bennett you're listening to the beat on bff.fm thank you very much for tuning in and thanks for sticking with us
Don't you be down I want you 
I don't want to interrupt because that's such a nice song, but I mean, come on, guys, at some point, we got to let it go. Um, that was Fountains of Wayne with I Want You Around. Uh, before that, The Cleaners from Venus, Marilyn on a Train. I've been trying listening to a lot of that band, trying to figure out which albums are sort of which in terms of that's a really prolific band. And... Uh, I guess what I'm saying is I'm trying to figure out if I was going to buy four albums by that band instead of all, like, 13 that they have, what would they be? Um, And I think that uh, the album On Any Normal Monday, the third album, um, is one of my favorites so far. I really also like a lot of the brand new stuff, which I don't know if... It's hard to tell with that band whether that's stuff that, like, was unearthed or whether it's really being produced now. Uh, But there's some recently uh, released albums, one of which is called Rose of the Lanes, uh, that seem really good. Um, so I'm working through it. Anyway, that song was called Marilyn on the Train. Before that, Cool Ghouls, local favorites, did a Creature That I Am off of, uh, I believe that's like a new single from them, um, something that was popping or, uh, kicking around the station over the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, on the, along the same lines, so to speak, uh, new from In the Red Records, uh, Milk Lines was the name of the band. The song was called Suicide Note. And that brings us up to speed here on the beat on BFF.FM. Um, this is a little, little Andrew Bird jam here. I didn't realize this is six minutes long. I was worried it was going to be like a minute and I would still be announcing all the songs. Uh, and while well, it ended and left us with the deafening silence, but um, but no, it seems that uh, Andrew Bird really decided to take the time to develop his theme on this one. It's called Ethio Invention Number One. This was like so. There's this really good song called "I Want to See Pulaski at Night" by Andrew Bird. If you like, if you like singer songwriter Andrew Bird, which I really do, um, albums. Uh, my favorite. Definitely the best Andrew Bird album in my humble estimation is uh, the mysterious production of Eggs. Um, if you like that Andrew Bird, there is a great song called I Want to See Pulaski at Night, which he wrote uh, and released a few, uh, like a couple of years ago. And I don't know if it came out on some other stuff, but the only thing I found it on was like a single, basically. It was like a six song EP. But then when you actually listen to it, it was really just, like, that one song and then, like, kind of a series of sort of intros and outros, which are sort of the other Andrew Bird, which is, like, the Andrew Bird that plays the violin and just sort of kind of creates these little loopy kind of um, soundscape things, which is fine. I'm not offended, and if I need something instrumental to play under my... Uh, back announcing when I'm on the radio. I'm glad to have uh, my boy Andrew holding it down. But um, anyway, uh, this is one of those. So uh, I want to see Pulaski at night EP if you're interested. Um, what do we got coming up? I feel like I have some more new music, a little bit more new music. Um, and uh yeah some more old favorites um see what i can fit in here all right well so this is gonna be uh an old a real old favorite of mine 
um, a band called The Razor Cuts. Um, put a couple albums out on Creation Records in the, what, late 80s? Um, this is a song called A is for Alphabet. You're listening to The Beat on BFF.fm. Thanks very much for tuning in. We'll be here for another 20 minutes, so stick with us.
Sometimes I feel Like Fletcher Christian Staring out Across the sea Torn apart By duty shackles The twisted sounds Of loyalty Well I sucked hard On every pleasure Till my head Began to spin Pale choose between The whip and feather And that is when His crimes begin Sometimes I
Beyond the 